on. Welcome to Apples and Oranges. This is our special post-Valentine's episode. Hope uh, everyone had a wonderful time with their lovebird of choice. And with us today, we got a couple of lovebirds. Please give it up for, just giving it up from your home, the Allen Lands, Maxim and Lee. Hey, thank Hello. you guys for having us. Thank you for having us. Your theme song is amazing. For that intro music is being killer. Here. Yeah, thank you. Whose voice was that? Uh, that is our friend Nate's, and he, you know, continues to astound us with this one demo he made for us two years ago that we 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 keep bringing out. Um, <laughs> but no, he he is the king. Shout out Nate. Uh, but also sh- shout out y'all. How how are you doing today, Lee and Maxim? We're good. We're full. We had a lot of. We we can eat more uh, later. Well, I'm gonna eat more, but uh, we're having a good chill Sunday today. It's not too cold. It's been really cold in New York City. Today is like normal, but also I feel like the weather a couple of days ago felt like more normal for January in general. Yeah, this is just maybe, bearable. but yeah. With this, uh, thanks to global warming, we've had such a nice otherwise January. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I don't so even have seasonal. I don't even have seasonal depression. I'm Not just like, all. I'm just chilling. Like I can go outside during the day and the sun is out and it's like 40 degrees. What is this? <laughs> yeah. I can rock a peacoat without a scarf. Who's, who's allowing this? <laughs> New Yorkers gone wild. Peacoat without a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos um, in the streets. It's the 80s all over again. <laughs> no, the the new choice should be peacock, uh, peacock, peacoat. And uh, and a hoodie. Mm. What about a peacock feather? (laughs) Peacock feather, uh, with a fedora, or you can make a peacock feather into a pin and put it here. That'd be really cool. A peacoat with a peacock. You're you're are you peacocking today with your peacock peacoat? (laughs) I'm always peacocking. (laughs) You're you think you're so funny, Max. All those peacock peacoating. I'm going to How destroy are you, guys you doing today? these debates. <laughs> we're, uh, we're doing pretty great because, you know, well, first of all, we're we're absolutely chuffed to have you here because you two are wed. You're married. Congratulations. You're the you're the first married couple to come on this podcast in in history. And, and in you know, history. we just we'd like to know how's it being married? It's great. We love being married. i know this is so i cannot believe i'm saying this but it's like we really love being married it's also like we haven't we haven't started planning the wedding yet so the worst part of the beginning of being married has not happened so we're just (laughs) we're just kind of chilling yeah you haven't been through the gauntlet yet yeah (laughs) Yeah, we have to do it though um, marriage is just a series of tiny gauntlets and um 
dating is just figuring out if the other person has a good skill set for defeating the enemies in those gauntlets or not. We're sort is anything of, like uh oh we're sort yeah. of a tank DPS duo. We kind of match up. What is know, that? So. What's tank <laughs> DPS? Stop saying those terms. I don't understand, Maxim. <laughs> tank and AD carry. <laughs> So you don't understand. Oh my god, you play League of Legends. You know what an AD carry is? Oh, 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 yes, I do. ADC, <laughs> yes. We call that ADC in the support. Uh yeah. Mm. <laughs> so well other other than playing uh League of Legends from the same home, like have you noticed any other like differences with anything now that you're married? Because you've been living with each other for a little bit now. I think I think the big thing is is that like when you're just in a relationship together, if you encounter problems, you one person can always just walk away and be like, I'm done with this. I don't want to cross this bridge with you. And I mean, we've only been married since like the end of October, right? So it's been like three months, four months. But when you're married, I think when you encounter a conflict, especially for like how new we are to it, it's nice because there's a certain security in it of like, no matter what happens, we're, the goal is to make it through it together on the other side and come out better for it rather than being like, okay, if this fight is like extra bad, maybe I'll walk away. You know, it's like, all right, we'll just, uh, it, you, it, you, you also have like, um, I don't know. You can you can plan for the long term comfortably. You know, when you're just dating someone, you can't just be like, so where do you see yourself like 10 years from now? What are we going to be in five years? When you're married, you can be like, well, obviously we'll be together, you know, so. <laughs> but also, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's not a big deal being married. It's like at the end of the day, we still die alone. Mm. Okay, that's a mm. bit that that I was. No, trying I to think work there's some with. there's I'm some sorry. comfort and beauty in that. I I I <laughs> I, I agree with that. So so. How have your, you know, your conflict resolution skills, you kind of alluded to those, Max. Would you say, you know, you still resolve conflict and, uh, you know, in the same way, other beyond the fact that there's, you know, longer term security? It's a lot easier now because now it's just like, I know you're not trying to hurt me. I know you don't you don't mean anything bad. I, I tell people this like the goal of the game is to keep this marriage going um, till death do us apart. And the like, and the way to win the game is just to communicate, compromise, and trust. Uh, Maxim is very well adjusted, uh, so mostly it's just like words for myself. And I want to be clear: until I until I proposed, I was trying to hurt her, and I had malicious intent <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> and then when I got the ring on, I was like, "I guess I'll be nice to you." Um. <laughs> That's exactly how it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've been you've been uh, you know, sanding down your devil horns for a while now. It's uh mm, just trying to got not to get them noticed, but uh yeah. <laughs> glad it seems you got the surgery finally. Devil yeah. horns no more. <laughs> uh, Matt and I watched Hellboy last night, so sort of... <laughs> it is it is a very good movie. I feel like it's probably one of the best superhero movies. It I was really good. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I'm 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 a big Hellboy. Hell yeah! And I'm sort of a really big cool. Abe Sapien. <laughs> <laughs>
What do you guys so, think about marriage? What are what are you, are you guys are you guys planning on getting married one day? Are you opposed? Not between you two, obviously, but like, what are your thoughts on marriage at this point in your lives? At the end of college? Oh well, I was planning on getting married to Jack, so I don't I don't know how you feel about that, Jack. And and well, I'm already married uh, within this podcast. To, yeah, so, uh, sort of to sucks our current... for me. Well, because if you're the apples and orange reigning champion, one of the prizes you get my hand in marriage. So currently, <laughs> I'm I'm betrothed to uh, J.D. Robertson. Mm, uh, so nice. I feel like our marriage is going well. Uh, How's that going for you? It's good, but you know, similar to Maxim pre-marriage, there, there is some malicious uh, intent. So it's it it can be rocky at times. But you know, speaking of rocky times, uh, what was the last sort of what was the last kind of minor bicker that the two of you had? Yesterday, Leslie, let's not do this. (laughs) It's always like some really petty stuff. It's like it's not really petty. It's just like, okay, I'm not eating enough and drinking enough, so it's just like, like anything, not anything. Like the moment doesn't happen very often, but it happens. It feels like okay, you make this choice as if it's a personal attack on my end, but just like no, it is not. And then I turn around really fast. There's a lot of there's a lot of times where a minor bump uh, feels like it's much larger because we haven't taken the time to like evaluate ourselves in the situation that we're in. And definitely like I'd say most 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 people in relationships get this is like you got to make sure that you're both eating when you're just single and you're just kind of going about your day. It doesn't matter if you're a little hangry, a little grumpy, but when you are hangry in a relationship, <laughs> it's like, like a, me. it's like a landmine. I get that way too. I'm very clear about it where I'll be like, I'm so hungry. I'm getting, I'm getting hangry right now. I'm getting pissed off. But like a small thing can turn into a big thing. If you are not thoroughly fed and watered. Uh. <laughs> mm, <yeah. laughs> it's, so, it sounds like it's like, Oh, it's basic needs, but they are basic needs for a reason. They're, not basic needs they're essential needs mm. so we're all delicate flowers that need our nutrients exactly uh, and it, it's good that i guess uh it, it's healthy that going into this debate it uh you two are well fed oh, oh yeah. yeah we're full of hot pot right now mm-hmm. ah very nice um well let's let, let's see if we can let's activate some right of that in. hang yeah because i've got two topics that- uh and unfortunately you know too bad you couldn't be hangry for this, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll still see if some claws can come out. So you two will be debating each between other. the two of you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, so Maxim, this is going, going to be the eponymous newlywed debate. That's that's exactly right. And I've got two categories. Maxim, you'll be debating in favor of a mascot of your choice, like a team mascot. OK. Uh, and or any we... mascot. Or honestly, one as well. That's right. There are corporate mascots too. What sort of mascots come to mind? And Lee, you'll be debating in favor of a vegetable of your choice. And until one of you wants to open, Matt and I will kind of vamp. Uh, Matt, I think we have a, a lovely couple here with us today. I'd like to marry the seven seas. I'm building a boat. <laughs> I've been calling yeah, you a spare room and I'm building a boat. What? In my head, I've been calling you guys Mav and Jacques for a while. I don't know oh. why. <laughs> I, I oh. when I when I hear Matt and Jack, I always like change your names to be other M and J names in my head. I don't know. And and I got Mav 
Yeah, I know it doesn't fit. <laughs> is Mav a real name? Mav is like a it's like a woman's name. <laughs> Mav. I'll oh, it's a Mauve. color. It's a color. Mauve oh, is Ma- like a Mauve. dark red. M-A-U-V-E. Mauve. Or, uh, or Mauve. 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 Huh. Mauve. I guess I never considered how that color was pronounced. I think we should do so... Mauve and Jove. Mauve and but Jove. No, do, do, do your silly debate, though. That, that's more important. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will be in arguing in favor of Purdue University's mascot, Peter. <laughs> Peter Purdue? I... Okay, so Lee, Lee, you got, do you guys know what Purdue's mascot looks like? I'll pull him up right now. now. He looks just like a man. But, yeah, p- please yeah. describe for our uh, for the folks at home. Uh, it's Purdue Pete. So it's <gasps> their their Lee went to Purdue, and she told me about this when we started dating. But their mascot is like it's it just looks like a man with like a really fucked up big peanut head. Like it, it's not like he just he it's insane what he looks like. I don't know. He's I see him here. He's got a sort of hammer or something. Yeah, because they say what what's the expression lady? What's their chance? Uh boiler up, hammer down. Because it's engineer school and they make uh, a lot of boilers. So it's like da da like yeah, I know it's it's a engineer bullshit. No, I don't know if it's bullshit, but uh okay. which, what vegetable have you pink. chosen? I chose uh uh cilantro. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, you two are already acquainted with each other. You're already married. No need for opening statements. Let's just go right in. I think Peter is better than cilantro because even if you're not a Purdue fan, I think everyone you show that mascot to will go oh my God, what the hell is that? And that's a moment of joy that can be shared amongst everybody. Versus cilantro, people are born with genes that make them hate cilantro. Literally, there's nothing they can do about it. Is that all? Yep. Okay, here's a, here's why I think cilantro is better than Pete. Pete is creepy to everyone. <laughs> no one's like, oh my God, he looks so delightful. He looks so joyful. He makes me want to win this game. None. He's creepy. His eyes look like like dead fish, not dead fish eyes. His eyes look like like those like really like cre- scary Japanese scary movie like full black eyes. There's no white part in that. He's creepy and cilantro. Here's the thing: it is good that it is not for everything. Everyone, nothing good is ever for everyone. So if you are born with the genes that makes you not like cilantro, you probably are just in the same category of people who are born who are who are born with the genes to kill others. So stay out of my cilantro field. And cilantro think them they they are leafy green, but also because the stem they provide really really good fiber, and they can be the garnish. They can be, um, they can be, uh, what do you call? They can be the main vegetable themselves if you cook it in the right way. And the best part is, it is not for everyone, but people who love it are diehard fans. So that's why cilantro is better than Purdue Pete. I think something that is, um, 
up to interpretation is better than something that is instinctively true or false about a person. Because I think when you are he's not born, a person, he's a mascot, he's a made up thing, and mine is organic and natural. It's provided by the nature. But what I'm going to say is, I think when um, the thing is, if you can be ge genetically predisposed to hating cilantro, cilantro becomes a thing that's just kind of elitist, you know. Whereas Pete, no, the it's thing not. Is, Purdue Pete, everyone can look at Purdue Pete and get something out of it, and everyone. What is do you get out of it? Everyone What's is going. Wow, I cannot believe that's a mascot. Like they, I cannot believe they made a man a mascot instead of an animal, you know? Well, um it's I a don't universal know. experience versus a okay, here's the deal. I have never gone to a Vietnamese restaurant and be like, hey, can I get a tofu banh mi but hold the peat? No. I say hold the cilantro because <laughs> it's bad. Okay. Um hold the peat because he looks creepy. He scares children. Hey, what was he scared? I was scared. You were and, scared because he's very creepy, and his skin is not like it's no. I'm no person has ever had that kind of tone of skin. It is this like it is this like earthy, but it's like he has sand color skin, and it's not beautiful sand. It is Coney Island sand. It is heroin infused sand and his face is really really long and his head is really really big and here's the thing about cilantro you got two opinions he's it's either you hate it or you don't mind it or you love it so uh that's three opinions judge you don't you don't mind it's like <laughs> on the same side it's like you hate it or you don't mind it and here's the thing you cannot eat pete because Pete <laughs> is a mascot. He's not even a person. Most people don't eat plastic. But cilantro, if you just put cilantro as is um, on a pot, on a pan, and you turn meat heat, and just put um, shrimp with heads over the cilantro, and the shrimp will, will come into the cilantro, and when it evaporates again, it will take the aroma from the cilantro back into the shrimp. It is the best experience ever. You don't even need to season it. What can you do? What can you do with the peat? Can you eat peat? Do you drink peat? You can so, blow peat, but that would be hella creepy. Do you want to blow peat, Maxim? I think if I went to a Purdue football game, I would spend the whole time watching peat. Because Harvard, the, Harvard, the joy, Harvard the joy Harvard. it would bring me <laughs> to look at that creepy ass mascot. I think there's something, there's something um, that brings people together about a really poorly designed thing. You know, it's a, it's a bonding experience. I'm guessing you Rex, all went, you, you all went like to your dorms just... afterward, and you were probably like after like orientation day, and you guys were all probably like, he is kind of fucking weird. No, right? here's the thing. Pete is so weird and so disturbing. Nobody ever even want to talk about it. It's like, oh, it's a shame. It, like, there are universities, their mascots are like a bear, cute, fluffy. Pete, nobody wants to begin with, why do you have a person look alike mascot? People are not mascots. Taking to, charge of the creative direction to try something new is something we should applaud, not shame. I don't think so. It doesn't look creative. It looks really poorly put together. And imagine, mm -hmm. like, imagine hugging a bear 
mascot. But、he、now honestly, imagine hugging Pete, the mascot. Children are gonna cry. Emotional damage. Now imagine、uh, having your children eat cilantro for their whole childhood, and they hate it. And you're like, no, it's good. And they're they're inflicting suffering upon them. But I will say, Pete does look like one of the fucked up guys from the first Spy Kids movies. You know, when he like <laughs> mashes their face with like putty, he does look like that. But he's a lot of floops foogies. Yeah, floops foogies. <laughs> There you go. Thank you. <laughs>、uh, um, but I will say, cilantro. Hate it. Whenever、we'll、I、see. get a, whenever I get a stalk of cilantro in something, it makes me so mad. It's just like overly crunchy. The taste is bitter. Not a pleasant experience. But you eat, uh, celeries. I'm, I I love celeries. I don't but... like celery. <gasps> See,、uh. you there's something wrong about you. I think is we're not <laughs> debating if those two things, which one is better. I think we're debating if there's something wrong with you on the on the field of battle. Pete versus cilantro. You put him in a ring. Pete's gonna win, man. But here's the thing: cilantro <laughs> comes in a bundle. They what do you call it? We call that community. And when a community get together, they always win. And here's the thing: imagine when they're competing with each other in a field, right? Cilantro can wrap Pete around with it, bay with it like it、uh, stems and trap him like seaweed, and probably they can even get into his throat. Where'd you go? My camera turned off for some reason.、Hang、okay,、on. it was like this is a cop out.、Uh, Slowly, <laughs> they can even shovel into Pete's throat and his nostril and choke him to death. I will take man versus plant. I will bet on man every time. Furthermore, Pete, engineering school mascot. Pete's got a degree, man. Pete's an engineer. Cilantro. What is cilantro? Literally lives to be taken advantage of and chopped up into little pieces and consumed. Pete is his own man. He is rallying the the future engineers of America and all over the world. Okay, we need him. We, we need him. cilantro. Sounds so submissive. Cilantro is submissive. <laughs> the thing is, and cilantro is so submissive, and half the people hate cilantro. Half the people yank it out of their food and go ew, and cilantro is like. Uh, why did no, cilantro is not、so like、genetically、that. predisposed to hate you. That's why. Ah,、uh, do you know? Ah,、uh, they put um red, bright red lipstick on Pete. That's you. You shouldn't be arguing in this direction. You're making my case stronger. <laughs> no, he looks and he looks. He came. Ah,、uh, yeah. But I'm just saying. This is why Pete is bad. Pete. Ah.、Uh, To begin with, overly shiny,、uh, overly greasy on his face. Two, he has two. Wow, Pete actually, his nose looks like an Asian man. Ah,、uh, but his eyebrows are way too thick. They look like somebody just draw them, draw the eyebrows on them with、uh, markers like this. Did they ever、And、remove? Pete from a football game? Did they ever, were, were they ever like Pete? You're being disgusting with your appearance. Could you please leave the game? No, cilantro no. removed from food all the time. Uh, but uh, because Pete is a mascot, and cilantro is garnish. Not everyone can appreciate garnish. But here's the thing: my debate goes always goes back to when something is not for everyone, it is always better than something that is for everyone. 
Mm. Well, it it appears it looks like it's time for some closing statements. I'd like to begin. I'm just gonna say once again, man man versus plant. Engineering degree man versus plant. We could get rid of cilantro from the earth and no one would mind. If we got rid of Pete, a university would be sad. That's not true. Um, I think um, if apocalypse come, mankind probably even will, will even be eliminated. Cilantro, we don't know that because who made them? Nature. Nature made is always better than man-made because there's a reason organic stuff is always better than synthetic stuff. Um, and uh, I think probably Purdue will either want Pete to be gone so they can have a better, delightful looking mascot. Kill the Pete. Kill the Pete. Um, <laughs> Slauntro forever. That's, I'm done. Well, very fierce and very close as well. Uh, yeah, it was very my, close. It seemed my like compliments every, to... yeah, every every single word said was another spear in the heart of your competitor and spouse. But one one rose triumphant, and that is none other than Lee. Oh, Maxim! Oh my God, Maxim died! Holy shit! I've been defeated. Um, but there's time for you to redeem yourself, Maxim. I hope so. There's a uh, we're now shifting gears into a sort of special round. So we we didn't want to close this this newlywed debate on a debate between you two, uh, uh, a family torn apart. We wanted to bring you back together, and the only way to do that was for the two of you to team up against one of us. Who would the two of you like to debate against? Jack or Matt? Your choice, Lee. Hmm. Who did I debate against last time? I think it was Matt. I think you debated both of us. Last hmm. time, in episode 27, you debated <laughs> uh, both of us. You debated Matt twice, and Matt beat you both times. Oh, and then you you also beat me as well. Okay, uh, now I'm gonna debate with Matt. Okay. This time it's personal. Wow. A tale okay. of revenge. Yeah. Let's fantastic. Let's, let's see. So if these... uh for th for this one, uh you two are gonna be debating in tandem with each other, but uh one of you is gonna take opening statements and one of you is gonna take closing statements. So you'll have to figure that out amongst yourselves. Um, Maximin Lee, your category is going to be celebrity. Uh, a celebrity of your choice. And Matt, you'll be debating in favor of a type of relative. All right. Um, I'm, I'll am uh, vamp a bit while they can sort of... Or first, would you two like to decide which celebrity you'll be arguing in favor of? Any ideas, Lee? Oh, I have something very close. Uh... Can we text each other? To decide. Yeah, well, why don't you text yeah. while, while Matt gives us an, an opening statement? Yes. Or I can vamp if you're still undecided, Matt. I mean, I'm fine. Well, well I've decided, but I, I want them paying close attention to my opening statement, so I, I'd rather vamp. Oh, wow. I think I have a... I think I have an inkling of what you may be choosing. 
Really? Because uh, I, I don't think you do, but all right. Then I, then I definitely don't. Um, but Matt, you know, you are favored to, to lose this one. Uh, I'm, I'm favored you... to lose what by the audience? <laughs> no, by the, by the record, you know, you lost two to Lee. Uh, oh, I, Lee oh I, I misunderstood you. I thought you were saying that, that, uh, I beat Lee both times, but no, I, I lost both times. Oh no, I miss, I misspoke. You did beat Lee yeah. both times. <laughs> I was gonna say so, I don't recall Lee being in our undefeated list. But oh, okay. but you're still, but you're still not favored because, uh, you know, because I'm the villain. I'm the hero. You're the villain, yeah. And I want the heroes to win, and I'm the judge. Uh, but I'm also easily swayed. So, okay, we have a choice. All right. Um. Well, would one of you like to open? Um. Lee, you be the opening. I'll do closing. Okay. Our choice of celebrity is Leah Michelle. Mm. yes Mm. um because she is amazing and a badass because she is is such a horrible person according to her co-stars uh at glee on glee but and people say she cannot read and seems like there are proof but that never stopped her of being a mean person um and and also, not a lot of people with that kind of mean personality can. It's not about the good, not the good part. We favor her not because she's mean. We favor her because she has the ability and the talent to um to take her career further and further to a point she's she's like reaching her dream of playing what Barbara Barbara dry her name her character in Funny Girl, uh, regardless, so many people hate her for her shitty personality. I'm not saying she's a good person, but that is something special. And she can never, and one of her talent is whatever uh, show or movie she is in, whatever character she's playing, she can never not play herself. And uh, that is consistency. And we always love consistency. Uh, so that's why we favor her in this one. Um, and I'm done. All right. Well, uh, I'll say, first of all, thank you, Lee, for doing like half my arguing for me and talking about how terrible Lee and Michelle is. It's, you're really making my job easy here. Um, uh, and as far as a, a, a family member to pick, I'm going to pick... Uh, you know, it, it's it's tricky because a lot of the um a lot of family members, it's uh there are a lot of the names of a family member are gendered terms, and I wanted to use one that can encompass a real category, uh, without uh picking uh one gender over another. So I'm gonna be talking about uh nibblings, nieces and nephews. Uh, so these uh nibblings are what I'm I'm choosing, which is a, a wonderful term. It was coins in the early fifties, and uh, nibblings. Are, are better than Leah Michelle. They are uh, delightful little scamps. It's all like the fun of a uh, of like having a child in the family, but none of the responsibility. Uh, someone you can visit and like you know show the cool things you like, but you're not responsible for them twenty four seven because they're not your kid. Um, it's like the ideal situation in terms of interacting with a child in the family. Um, and it's fun. You get to, you know, in response, be the cool 
uh, uncle or aunt or I should have I guess what the, what's the inverted nibbling you know for the for the older generation as far as that term but um, perhaps uh, uh, Jack can crunch the numbers on that one but the uh, yeah all the fun none of the responsibility uh, kids are cool but they're a lot so don't deal with them all the time see them sometimes get a nibbling I yield my time floor is open. So Leah I Michelle, think... you chose Leah Michelle of all people. There's something special about someone that everybody can hate together. But she's and... so talented. What? She's so talented. Isn't that kind of infuriating with everything else that's known? No, it's uh it's it's one of those things about not everything is 100 percent good or 100 percent bad. Nuanced. Nuance. The thing is, is with Leah Michelle, you can't really separate the art from the artist because the art is just being an illiter illiterate piece of shit, basically. And but she can sing through a lot of ranges, and she brought herself through all the controversial, through all the hate comments, but she reached her dream. And when she was casted in Funny Girl. There were some people who were really on her side. They bought a lot of tickets. And that is having somebody who's diehard loyal to you. That is something beyond just being a good person or a bad person. You know, you know who else has loyal followers? Donald Trump. You know who else had loyal <laughs> followers? Hitler. Loyalty doesn't mean shit. Loyalty doesn't say anything of quality. Uh, and and you know, Leah Michelle, like she she's kind of the worst case scenario for a celebrity, really. She's someone who had like a bunch of bad shit come out about her. Everyone learned she was like a bad person, and then she got more famous and successful after that. She wasn't doing anything for years after Glee. Bad shit was just coming out about her. And now she's an A-lister. She's everywhere. She's the queen of Broadway. Isn't that 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 doesn't make her the best celebrity? That makes her the worst. It it puts the whole idea of celebrity on trial. That's the point. Is That's you the want, point. You want bad people to be amazing in some ways, so you can really look at them in a way that's like, wow, they really suck, but like props to them in some ways. You know, the few yeah. things they do, like there's something about a celeb a celebrity making it and everyone loves them. But we love somebody we can hate. And if we don't have anybody we can hate in the spotlight, come on. What's the point of having celebrities then? And also, Leah Michelle is not, um, how do I put in words? I forgot my thoughts. Maxim, you keep going. Yeah, so I think there's something nice. You know, someone posts a picture of their niece or nephew on Twitter. Three likes. Who cares? <laughs> Breaking news about Leah Michelle. Millions of likes. Millions so of tweets. this is cloud. You're a it's cloud all, chaser, Max. All it's cloud not, it's, there's so many nieces and nephews, but there's only one Leah Michelle. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and they she will, is. Your niece or nephew will always be more important to you than Leah Michelle will be because they're get family. Ahead of yourself. That's don't what get matters. Ahead of yourself. No, they, I don't think nieces and nephews are that important if they don't, uh, if they're not close to me. Especially if they can't perform in a musical. Especially they cannot. <laughs> and also, uh, here's the thing about Leah Michelle. If somebody that shitty 
Because having talent is not something that special as a creative person. Lots of people who are creative are talented, are naturally talented. But Leah Michelle being made says something about okay, if a if a shitty person can make this far, we all have a fair chance. Because、mm-hmm. most people are in general better than her as a person. So if a shitty piece of shit person can make it with the right determination, with the right work and effort, we all can. Take us, take ourselves somewhere. It's not、mm-hmm. about so it, good or bad. It's about what it's. It's about persistence and what she represents. Yeah, and what she represents is that we have a system where like bad behavior is rewarded if you're like talented. And like you said, Lee, there are lots of talented people. But sure, the person who has like an endless amount of bad things like out and true about them, let's like let's give her the success because she's persistent, not like. You know all the talented people who are just like wishing they could get on Broadway, but they're you know, but they're they're stuck in what for one reason or another. You know, give it to her. She needs and, her time in the spotlight. She was supposed to be the next Barbara Streisand. And learning that the system is messed up and not a meritocracy is the most valuable lesson of adulthood.、Yes. I've I've actually have a question for Team Allen Land.、Uh, do y'all have any nibblings personally? No, your nephews. I have my my stepdad has three grandsons, so I have like step nephews that I、ah, like. So you step nibblings. So step so nibblings. could 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 you speak to that a bit in in your experience with them? You know, pro against the idea of of, of a nibbling because you know we've been、yeah. harping on Leah for a while, and we'll certainly come back to Miss Michelle. But but I'd love to just have some nibbling content to nibble on. I think they're、um, cute. They're very cute, but the thing is, is like you put them on stage. Nothing. They're not given. <laughs> they're not serving. They're not slaying. There's nothing. All right. And you 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 open a book in front of them, and they can already start identifying words. It's like, come on. You know the greats don't know how to read, right? You, <laughs> the Leah Michels, <laughs> the Donald Trumps of the world, the people who are really moving mountains, illiterate. All right. So don't get ahead of yourself, babies. And also, too many toys. How many? You know. I too feel many like toys. too many toys. I feel like Leah Michelle is someone who has like you. You like, know she has so many toys. You're so wrong. You know she has so <laughs> many toys. Yeah, she has more toys than you have on that wall back there, Maxim. That is not <laughs> Maxim. Like those are not toys. They're models. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leah Michelle seems like a very privileged person. Yeah. Versus nibblings, <laughs> erstwhile you get you you have the connection because regardless of how talent can you know can they do this can they do that it doesn't matter it's family it's personal connection you get to see the next generation show up before your eyes you can learn so much from them and they can learn so much from you. Lee Michelle is an example of everything that's wrong. Is that so good? But here's the thing,、uh, Ryan Murphy is really、uh, supportive to her. And Ryan Murphy is really, really, really talented.、Um, <laughs> so I feel like there's some, there gotta be something about Leah Michelle. She must have some kind of redeeming quality that's just not out in the public. And also, she just, she really has the vibe of a underdog, 
But that just could be my impression from watching Glee. Yeah, she's just she's, a dog that everybody hates. That makes her an underdog. She's not right. that pretty. Uh, <laughs> she's an overdog. She's an overdog. <laughs> yeah, she is overdog. Um, and and I also sort of feel like, look, I'll I'll just say this, not to sort of like slander anyone, but uh, Ryan Murphy hit me with his car and just drove away. <laughs> and who nursed me back to health? A niece. A niece. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's. But I, asked, I asked Leah Michelle, I was like, how did you make it this far? And she said, simple, you sacrifice your nibblings to the elder gods. <laughs> and so also, it sounds like they're, they're doing a lot for her. <laughs> uh, where we know, um, for Leah Michelle, we know um, everything we see is everything we get. With nibblings, they grow up. You don't know what they're going to grow into. A couple of them Isn't probably will, will actually grow into Leah Michelle or worse. Mm-hmm. Let her so, be a warning. Yeah. We need the warning sign. So there's the unpredictable. Uh, there's unpredictable part. Well, Leah Michelle's like, there's you. You just really cannot get worse from here. It's important to have bad people be in important positions because we want other people to know what red flags look like. Or other people look at those people and say, "I like that person." This is, this is. It is. It is with. It's with your dangerous attitudes that Trump's going to win again. Listen, if the it's next, gen- <laughs> if the next generation gonna, grows you. up and thinks, I, I want to be like Leah Michelle, then you have terrible nibblings, okay? Or I just have young, naive nibblings that need to learn with better role models than Leah Michelle. Right, and if you say, but don't it, be like that, boom, Leah Michelle's purpose has been served. But here's the thing, we don't think... We don't like her. We're not saying we like her. We're just saying we are more in favor You're just favor saying you love her. her. We're just saying we're more in favor of her than uh, Nibblings. Because Lee and Michelle, she stays over there. But Nibblings, they actually get their little hands slimy and they touch all over you. Yeah. Have you seen a six-month-old baby? They put their hands in their mouth and it's full of slimy saliva. And they throw up on you after they eat. Because they're so young, they cannot actually eat real food. So they eat milk, and after digesting in their low stomach with like the stomach acid, they threw up milk chunks on you, and it yeah, is slimy. Leah yeah, Michelle, when Michelle is... was that age. She was doing that too. <laughs> There's nothing to do with being a niece or nephew. Well, she's just not only three months old. Listen, when I hung out with Leah Michelle, uh, she did not throw up on me. Or stick her hand in her mouth and wipe it on me or anything like that, okay? I did not have to give a chew toy to Leah Michelle because she was teething, all right? Um, I, I, yeah, look, Jack. look, before you can, no, I was just going to say, I, I think we move into closing statements. Uh, I'm, I'm getting queasy at the thought of, of Leah's uh, spit up. Slimy hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, her slimy <laughs> hands as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll close but I'll let, let's let Matt um, go first and then we'll hear from uh, uh, the, the other team so uh, Leah Michelle um, I mean yeah it's she's terrible she's not a good example of what not to do because that's not how examples work um, uh, nibblings are lovely they're family they're young you can learn from them they can learn from you they have such keen insight into the world because they're new to it but you're not stuck with all sorts of responsibility 
uh, uh, Lee Michelle's a menace to society, um, but there's still hope for nibblings that they could grow up to be a, a, a good person who isn't uh, a, a menace to society. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I yield my time. All right. I think it's important for us to have visibility for bad people to help us grow into better people. And, you know, at the end of the day, nibblings, you should just have your own. If you want, if you want these, these kids around, you shouldn't be, Oh, I just want to be the cool. aunt. I just want to be the cool uncle and just pop in and leave. No, that's, that's taking the responsibility of parenting and sticking it on someone else. So you only get the good parts. Okay. When I was parenting Leah Michelle, all right, I learned lots of valuable life lessons. <laughs> no, Leah, Leah Michelle, bad. Uh, knowing that the lesson that you can see bad people get good things and be frustrated by that is tremendously important. Because wow. that says something good quality. There's something good in you. And that part is very important. Well, we've we've heard from two two sides they're both strong but uh as much as the fans are gonna hate this i i gotta give it to nibblings uh <laughs> maybe I, i'm the winner matthew i didn't introduce myself in the beginning because we were focused on the show but i'm the winner matthew <laughs> so but look i i what i will offer the the newlyweds is uh a happy eternity together a a a blissful sunday and you know my, my best wishes to leah uh do y'all have <laughs> anything wishes. you'd like yeah i mean do, do y'all have anything you'd like to plug this this comes out this the 24th out on the 24th lee plug your shows you have good shows oh um uh i have a show called sunday separate comedy is a comedy cooking show we pair we have four comedians pair into two teams um, cooking while take turns take turns to perform cinema comedy for the audiences. At the same time, we have three judges on stage, uh, judging their food, heckling their comedy, roast them as a person. It's chaotic. It is fun. Um, every second t Sunday, five to seven p.m. at the Tiny Cupboard. Come hang out. Go hang out. And uh, let's see. I have a podcast studio called My Friend's Basement. Go to My Friend's Basement Studio on Instagram or myfriendsbasement.studio. And uh, we got lots of great shows that record with us. And if you want uh, reasonably priced studio time to record a podcast in Brooklyn, hit us up. Also, as of release, uh, we have Matt and Jack and I are doing a show, which I don't know if it has a name yet. Do you guys have a name for it? Yes. Judge of Character. Judge of Character which is produced by Matt and Jack and is uh, hosted by me, where I guess I'm going to be interviewing characters. We're actually going to talk about the details right after this recording. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, so wish us luck on so, that, listeners. Yeah, come on down to that show and uh, uh, my friend's basement if you want your podcast to sound better than this one does. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thanks for being here.